"'You and I have had our differences through the years,' he began sonorously. The phone rang. I ignored it. It would go to voicemail. A little popping noise from my computer let me know I had a new email message. It would keep. "'But I've always had respect for your scholarly integrity, "'and your popularity with the students is indicative of excellent teaching.' "'And?' I urged, hoping I shouldn't be saying, "'But?' "'But?' Given the sloppy and doctrinaire thinking of the new department leadership, I'm afraid there's a possibility that your tenure petition might be in jeopardy. The red pencil snapped in two. I let the pieces fall to the floor, along with my heart. What did I do? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Of course, you know that faculty meetings are strictly confidential. I nodded. Then what the hell was he doing here? It must be apocalyptic for him to be breaking the code. With his elbows on his knees, Miles leaned close, keeping his voice down. I have always strictly adhered to the rules of confidentiality, but when the department to which I have devoted my entire professional life is being led by its nincompoop of a chairman to commit an egregious wrong, I'll step up to the plate one last time. I'm on the verge of a much-deserved retirement. What can they do to me? Snatch away my emeritus rank? And I think it's only right that you know what you're up against. He took a drink of water. My throat was dry, too. Placing the cup on a side table, Miles stroked the white beard he had recently cultivated. It wasn't the full, mustachioed type of beard that would have made him look like Santa Claus, but rather a chin-line growth, affording him the appearance of a sagacious old sea captain. He continued, Given the growing vulgarity that passes for academic discourse these days, I shouldn't be astounded at our new chairman's tactics. But, frankly, I am. A tentative knock on the door startled me. I checked my watch. It was the beginning of office hours. Come back later, I croaked to whichever student was seeking my counsel. Then I took a deep breath. Might as well get it over with. What's Ned done? <clears throat> you do know, don't you, that the college administration announced this semester that only one person in each department could be granted tenure this year? Yes. Words had become knives. Little bloody cuts scored my psyche. To avoid a skewed tenured-to-untenured ratio in the faculty, right? Yes. <clears throat> a very problematic move, in my opinion. Could very well leave us open to litigation. And now, at that lame excuse for a senior faculty department meeting, Herr Professor Dr. Hilton announced that if we're only allowed to tenure one candidate, it should be Joe Lone Wolf rather than you. I felt as if my heart were pumping cold red ink. Joe Lone Wolf! As far as I knew, my colleague Joe hadn't published a book. In fact, rumor said he hadn't even finished his dissertation. And I had published a lot. Two scholarly books, several articles in academic journals, one in a much-lauded book of essays. Plus, I had another book manuscript under contract. And there they sat, my scholarly works piled in modest heaps across the shiny surface of the long oak conference table. It was late afternoon, and the sun slanted through the russet leaves of the maple tree outside the window, casting a golden patina over my desk, chairs, and bookcases, positively sanctifying the manuscripts, books, and scholarly journals awaiting evaluation by my colleagues. And then there was the box, next to the table, waiting. 
I hate to think about how much time and energy I had put into choosing the box in which I would submit to the Enfield College English Department the scholarly material upon which I would be judged worthy of tenure. Or not. I'd given in to magical thinking. If I had just the right box. Size, shape, color, political correctness, recycled cardboard. Serious but accessible, dignified but modest. A box that spoke volumes about my intellectual capacities, collegial usefulness, and pedagogical skill, then surely I would unanimously and enthusiastically be granted tenure. But now... Why, Joe? I croaked. Reparations for the atrocities of history. Miles looked as if he'd just eaten prunes. Joe is Native American, according to Hilton because Joe Wolfe is a member of a native tradition where, from prehistory, knowledge has been transmitted orally, he should not be judged on his right...